It's time for Recipe of the Day. Happy National Bacon Lovers Day. Yes, that is today, and it's so fitting because it's Saturday. So if you were thinking about doing a breakfast this morning or tomorrow on Sunday, this is going to be perfect. I'm going to be telling you my favorite ways to cook bacon, as well as how to freeze bacon so that it is very useful to you. Let's start with the freezing. Now, if you have a package of bacon that you bought at the grocery store and you just stick it straight into the freezer, the best thing to do is the same thing that I said about sausages recently fill a sink with hot tap water, stick that package of bacon in there for at most 30 minutes, and it is actually going to thaw out in that time without cooking unevenly on the edges or anything like that. So that is my favorite way to defrost it. Now, if you do not want to defrost it, it is pretty tricky to cook it from frozen. I do know that a lot of people do this though, so I do have instructions for it at the link that I'm going to share with you about frozen bacon, but I just think it seems like a pain and I did not enjoy doing it. You get out a big skillet, and then you put that whole block of bacon in there. You put a lid on that pan, and it's over medium heat, and you're just cooking it, and every now and then taking the lid off, and any pieces that have thawed, you're sort of pulling off with tongs, and then those cook off to the side while the rest is thawing. I think that is a pain, and I would rather just defrost it in the hot water and then cook it normally. And by normally, I actually mean cooking it in the oven, which I'm going to tell you about in a minute, but first I have something else to say about frozen bacon. I do stick a whole block of bacon into the freezer sometimes, but then I don't try and cook it from frozen straight or even defrost it at all. This is a tip that I learned from my mom, Phyllis Pittman. She is brilliant. You put that block of bacon in there to have as a handy way to get little bits of bacon for cooking with, because you can take that whole block out, put it on a cutting board, and with a sharp knife, cut down through it, and you're going to get like little chunks of bacon, little lardons, because you're cutting not along the strips, you're cutting against the strips. You get these little like bacon bits. And so whenever you want just a little bit of bacon, you can just go into the freezer, pull out that block and get those bits of bacon. No effort required because you didn't have to package it differently. You didn't have to do anything. You just have your little lardons of bacon in the freezer ready for you whenever you want because you're just going to trim them off as you need. The other thing that you can do, and I learned this from America's Test Kitchen, is when you bring the bacon home from the grocery store before freezing it, you take each strip and kind of roll it into like a little rosette kind of thing. And then you put those into a Ziploc bag, like one layer of these little rolled bits of bacon. And then when you need a few slices of bacon, you can just pull out a few of them because they're not all frozen together. And then those are going to be really easy to thaw out or to stick into that skillet and just cook straight from frozen. So that is a great tip about how to freeze bacon. Okay, now cooking bacon. As I said, my favorite way is in the oven, so I'm going to do that last. I don't ever do it in a skillet, so I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how to do it in the microwave. And I'm going to say, I don't usually do this for like, if we're having breakfast, I do this for if I want to cook with some bacon, or if like I'm making a quick BLT for the kids or something. It's just super convenient. The downside of this is you don't get any bacon fat that you can use. So if you wanted the bacon fat for something, don't do this. But it is very, very convenient. You take a microwave safe plate, like a dinner plate that's safe for the microwave, and you put two sheets of paper towel on it. Then you arrange your bacon slices in a single layer on that. You can fit about six to eight of them. Then you top it with another sheet of paper towel. That last sheet on top is important because that's what's going to stop the grease from spattering all over your microwave and making a mess. If you do end up with a mess in your microwave from cooking bacon or from cooking anything, my favorite tip is to get a mug that's safe to go in the microwave or a measuring cup and you fill it with water and then you microwave it for a couple minutes. You want it to get good and boiling in there. It's going to put steam all 
over the inside of the microwave and you just leave that for a while and then it's very easy to wipe out the inside. So that is a great thing to know, but you're not going to have that problem because you're going to put that sheet of paper towel on top of the bacon and then the plate with the bacon and the paper towel goes in there for one minute at a time until the bacon starts to darken in places. Once it's starting to darken in places, then you're going 30 seconds at a time. I will say that I sometimes will take some tongs and move the pieces around because they're cooking unevenly, so that works too. Sometimes some cook before others, so then I transfer those to a plate outside of the microwave and just keep cooking the ones that are in there. But it really doesn't take very long, and it's very hands-off. Like, you're opening and closing the microwave, but you're not dealing with grease spattering everywhere. It's really, really simple. Okay, last, bacon in the oven, and this gets crispy, and it is not a lot of effort. I've seen other people do things that are a little bit more complicated. This is very, very, very easy. What you're going to do is preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Then you get a 16-ounce package of bacon that contains about 18 slices, and you arrange them on a big baking sheet in a single layer. You might need two baking sheets, but you don't want them overlapping. If they overlap a little bit in places, that's fine. But if you can't fit them, then you're going to need two baking sheets. Then they're going into the oven, even if it's not finished preheating, for seven to 10 minutes. And then you have to drain off some fat. This is very important. So you use some oven mitts, you're wearing oven mitts, and you're pouring away from you into some kind of heat proof bowl. And you're just letting some of the fat drain off as much of it as you can. That's important because the bacon won't crisp up if it's sitting in its own fat. It doesn't get as crispy, especially in the oven. So you drain that off and then you put it back into the oven for about five to 10 more minutes. Now keep your eye on it. After a few minutes, if it's got lots of fat, if your bacon was particularly fatty, you're going to want to drain off some more of that fat. I don't usually need to, but it's about five to 10 more minutes and then the bacon will be crispy. You use some tongs to transfer it to a plate lined with paper towel. Now, if your bacon did stick, I find the best thing to do is to take like a metal spatula, like a lifter, and just get under it. That doesn't usually happen to me, but when I had a new pan and I was worried about it, I sprayed the pan with some cooking spray before starting, and that did do the trick. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense because the bacon's going to have a lot of grease coming out of it, but that grease is coming from the bacon, and the bacon can stick before the grease starts, and so the cooking spray will help. Now, I know that you've probably seen, and I have seen, that people use a rack on their baking sheet and put the bacon on the rack instead. I find that it sticks worse to there, and you get the bacon grease kind of flowing down into the pan, and then it kind of starts smoking because it's accumulating there. We're not letting that happen because we're draining it off, and you can skip that whole rack step. This works. You don't need to do all of that. Okay, so that is all of my best bits of advice about cooking bacon and freezing bacon. I hope you learned a lot for National Bacon Lovers Day. If you're not already, I would love it if you would follow me on Instagram. That is at cookthestory on Instagram. I post all kinds of tips and recipes in my stories and reels and in the regular feed. You can find all kinds of great information there. And I'd love it if you would leave a comment sometimes. That's really fun. Okay, I will put the links to all of these things in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD. And from there, you can get to the oven cooked bacon recipe, which is, I think, the best thing ever. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking. Mm-hmm.